superheroes and content conquerors. Welcome to the one and only That Content Nerd Podcast, where we unleash the power of social media and content marketing for small businesses. I'm your host, the Grandmaster of Growth, the Wizard of Words, and the Sultan of Strategy, Carly Lynn, here to take you on an epic journey through the cosmic world of digital success. Get ready to soar through the digital stratosphere as we uncover the Jedi secrets of captivating content, navigating the treacherous asteroid fields of trending hashtags, and decoding the mysterious algorithms and platforms. Together, we'll build your small business empire one pixel at a time. Whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur or just starting your journey, That Content Nerd Podcast is your go-to resource for all things social media and content marketing. Get ready to harness the power of the digital cosmos. This episode is about to launch in three, two, one. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the podcast. So today we're just going to dive right in and I'm, I'm going to be honest this is going to be a little bit of a tough love moment. Um, I'm going to be really honest with you guys. So be prepared. Okay. Don't get mad. I want you to really listen to what I'm saying and be willing to call yourself out if this sounds like you. Okay. So I want to talk about today why you are not being consistent and not being consistent is for a variety of reasons. Um, and I want to talk on some of those reasons today, but the number one thing that I need, I need you guys to understand when it comes to being consistent on social media, whether it's TikTok or Instagram or Twitter or, or X or whatever the heck it's called now, um, or even if you have a YouTube channel or a podcast, you have got to be consistent. And in order to be consistent, you have to make the choice to be consistent. You have to decide that you're going to show up, okay? And I'm not saying this is easy, and I'm not saying that this is something that um, is just do itness, uh, because like there are days like I've missed episodes of my podcast going out because I did not batch ahead of time and I was sick and I couldn't record things in the moment, or you know the episodes go out late because life happens and things just happen. So I'm not saying this as judgment and I'm not saying it because it's easy, but I need you guys to like, when you guys are saying, well, I just can't be consistent. I need you to ask yourself what that means. Why? Why can you not be consistent? What is standing in your way? What is happening that consistency is such an issue? Okay. And a lot of the time, uh, it comes down to, well, I guess I can't say a lot of the times we're going to talk about a couple different reasons today. But one of the things that I see a lot talking with both students and clients is just lack of time. There's not enough time in the day to be consistent and to show up. And for my clients, this looks like hiring me um, to do the done for you services. I create the content, I just ask you for your approval, and then I go in and I schedule the content. Or or you get a social in a day service where I create the content for you and then all you have to do is go and schedule it. So this could look like a lot of different things, but if you're struggling and you're wanting to outsource, you can outsource and you can just give that to um, myself or any other social media manager, not just any social media manager, make sure it's someone that like you actually vibe with and resonate with. Um, but you can hand that off and then you don't have to worry about it because it's already being done by someone else. So you don't have to spend your bandwidth on it. The other thing 
if you are someone that is either not ready or not wanting to outsource, then you need to get real honest with yourself and say, okay, why do I not have the time? And you need to ask, sometimes it's not the season for social. And like I'm saying this as someone, as a social media marketer, you don't have to use social media. And if you're just beating yourself up every day because you're not using it and you're not utilizing it, then maybe it's time to just let it go altogether. Maybe it's time to not do social right now. Maybe it's time to wait until next quarter or whenever to do it. Um, and if that's going to be the case, then let yourself make that decision and then just let it go. Let that be done. The other thing you need to ask yourself, if you're like, no, Carly, I know social media is powerful and I believe you. And I I do think that my ideal clients are out here waiting. And I, I do think I can provide value. Then you need to figure out how you can be consistent within that. So if you don't have time, something that I recommend people do, and I actually had a uh, client do this recently and she's seeing, um, success with it is you need to batch. So batching can be done, um, like if you are posting five TikToks a day, sometimes it's just batching them all the day before. If you are wanting to uh, batch your content, you know, a week in advance, you can do that a month in advance. Um, I'm going to be honest with the way that the social realm is changing so much right now. I don't recommend going more than maybe two weeks, like 10 days to two weeks, I think is the max that you should be batching. Because then you're able to adjust as you go as social changes and as you're getting responses from your people. However, however, if you're someone who's like, Carly, if I do not batch a month of content at one time, I'm not going to post it all, then batch a month's worth of content. Okay, if you need to do that, do that. All right. But what I have this client in particular do is I had her pick a time once a week where she sets the timer for an hour and she creates as much content as she can in that hour. Now, what this is going to turn into is her creating a specific amount of content within that hour. But right now, she's just getting in the groove. So what she does is she batches all of that content, just the actual creation. So she has this particular client. She has kids and she wants to do video. And so if she is um, uh, recording video, she needs to have that hour be before the kids wake up or during nap time or after they go to sleep. Um, So then that way she can have the quiet time and not be interrupted. And so she creates the content in that hour. And then what she does is later that day, she will, so in this case, she's recording reels and TikToks, YouTube shorts. And so then later that day, when things are a little bit crazier, when her kids are awake, she can create time to edit because she doesn't need things to be quiet or perfect for her to edit TikToks and Reels and YouTube Shorts. She can start lunch while and edit while things are cooking. She can escape to the bathroom for a couple minutes, right? Like moms, like anybody else, like run to the bathroom and hide in there and work on your business stuff there. I get, especially when my son was younger, I got so much of my content done and edited and scheduled while I was in the bathroom um, because that was all I could do. I also did a lot when my son was in the bath. Uh, because that way he was in one spot and I was watching him and I knew that he couldn't go anywhere. So I, um, I did that, you know, I edited what I could. And so if you need to set that up, then you need to decide. But here's the deal. You're not going to want to do it the first time and things are going to be awkward and you're not going to want to do it the second time and things are going to be awkward. So if you say, well, oh no, this just doesn't work for me and you have not done it consistently for at least six weeks at the absolute minimum, then you're just choosing to quit. You're not quitting because it doesn't work for you. 
Okay, so like, let's just be real. And for a lot of y'all, this is going to help. If you just take time to batch your freaking content and then schedule it to go out, you're set. I personally use a love and use Metricool. Um, I'll have my affiliate link to that down in the show notes. But uh, Metricool is a scheduler and it also helps you with analytics. And it helps you to schedule out your content. And it has such a generous free plan. You can do up to 50 posts a month and you can schedule to Instagram, TikTok, YouTube shorts all at one time. So you, and you can edit up like the description or you can edit, um, you know, the caption or whatever. So that way it fits. You can also schedule your static posts. You can schedule stuff to go out on Facebook page. Um, you can't schedule stuff to your Facebook profile or to your Facebook group. Um, at least I have not been able to, but really you don't necessarily need that. Um, if you are, posting like on Instagram, TikTok, like YouTube shorts, things like that. You can just schedule those out. And if you schedule those out just a week in advance, you don't even have to worry about it for a whole week. All you have to do is go in there a couple of times and respond to comments and follow your engagement plan, which you better be doing. I hope you're doing your engagement plan. I'm doing an engagement challenge right now myself. Um, And if you don't know what I'm talking about, check out the super simple engagement guide also in the show notes. Uh, You can grab that there. It gives you my 555 engagement framework. So Anyway, the the time excuse is a thing I hear a lot. The and, and we've talked about how you can combat that. You can outsource it, you can batch it, um, you can schedule it, okay? Those are like really the things you need to do. Um, and you have to like dedicate time to do this. And beyond that, the next thing is, well, Carly, I don't know what to post. I don't know what to post. And I'm gonna be honest, this irritates me so much. Like I love you, I, I really, really do. But there is so much content. There's so many ideas out there that you could get. You don't need more content ideas. You just need to post. And if you really don't know what you should be posting, I have done in my Facebook group and on TikTok and Instagram Reels, I've done a five-day social challenge where I give you something to post every day. Um, You can go and look at my content. I'm always giving you guys ideas on what you should be posting, on what to post to stories, on what to post to Reels, on what to post to your static posts, okay? Like, there's all these things. You can find content ideas anywhere. You can just Google content ideas. You can use ChatGPT for content ideas. Like, do not say, I don't know what to post as your excuse, Because that's 100% an excuse, which I get. It's an excuse because you are utilizing that and doing that um, uh, so that way you don't have to actually do the work and show up, which I get. I've been there. But you cannot be using the I don't know what to post as an excuse. Okay, I've talked about content idea banks before. I have posts where I share. I've got a whole YouTube video. Um, I'll find that YouTube video and link it below if I remember uh, that will also give you content ideas. This is something to where you have to just make the decision that you're going to show up. But Carly, I don't know if it's going to work. Well, then I guess you better start posting, okay? Um, I recently wrapped up the last call for my group coaching program, which is the social squad. And one of my clients in that, in that group asked me a question and she knew it before she even asked it. I could see it on her face. She asked me this question of, should I do this or that? And before she even finished it, I could see the look on her face. And I was like, oh, you already know what I'm going to say. She's like, yes, I do. And I was like, yeah, you've got to test it. Like, you have to test. I can give you ideas. All of us social media marketers and managers, content strategists, educators, 
We can give you ideas, but at the end of the day, you don't know what's going to work with your people and your specific audience until you actually start showing up and doing the dang thing. Okay, you cannot keep relying on all of these other people. You have to figure out what's going to work for you. This is why I don't teach cookie cutter content strategies. I don't give cookie cutter posting plans. Okay, because I want you to do <clears throat> what you need to do to figure out what works for your audience, your business and your life. I can give you a posting plan, and but if if you hate it or it doesn't work for you, then you're not going to stick to it. I could give you a strategy that you follow to a T, but maybe it doesn't work with your audience because your audience doesn't respond to that framework, doesn't respond to that style of messaging. So you need to put stuff out there and just start testing, okay? Like, I love you. I love you so much, and I love you too much to let you sit here, so I need you to hear me. When I say... You need to understand your audience. You have to start posting. So if you need content ideas, go talk about your business. Go share some frequently asked questions. Go share um, something new that you learned. Share something cool. Give a tutorial. Share why you started your business. Share why you why um, uh, this matters to you so much. Share how it's impacted your life. There's some ideas. Go post. Okay, there's so many different ways to get content ideas. If that is an excuse, it is a choice. Okay, you are actively choosing not to show up and you have to cut it out. Um, the third reason that I see a lot is, well, I'm just so scared. And this is usually, you know, the thing that's like underlying a lot of stuff. I don't usually get people that the first thing they say to me is, Carly, I'm scared of getting trolled or I'm scared of people seeing my stuff or whatever. It's usually, I don't know what to post, or I can't be consistent, or I don't have any ideas, or I it's overwhelming, and blah, blah, blah. It's just like the underlying thing, but I need you guys to understand that trolls are going to be on the internet, okay? People suck, and this is not a conversation that I absolutely love to have, but it's a conversation that is incredibly important and that you really need to hear, okay? People suck, and on the internet, there is anonymity. There is a place where they can just go and hide. Very rarely are people held accountable. Um, and so people are going to suck on steroids. Okay. They're going to be mean and disrespectful, but you have to choose if you are willing to do what you've been called to do, or if you want to be scared. Like I'm going to be real with you guys. My number one pet peeve, this drives me absolutely freaking crazy. And I say this with so much love, but I'm going to be honest. When you can come to me and say, Carly, this is my business. Carly, I feel like I'm called to do this. Carly, I want to help people. Carly, I want to impact people. Carly, I have I have these ideas and I have these things that I want to do. And these people need my help and, and the support isn't there. And then you also say to me, Carly, I'm scared of getting trolled. That is incredibly selfish. You are making the selfish decision to not show up. You are aware of what you're called to do. You're aware of how you can help. You're aware of the difference you can make. You're aware of how to help people. And you're choosing not to because you're scared. You're scared of people on the internet saying mean things. Like, I'm sorry, does that not, does that not rub anybody else the wrong way? 
I need you guys to understand this because I don't want you to sit here and constantly live in fear. Now, I'm not saying it's just get over it. I even did um, a lesson in uh, my membership where I talked about this recently. I need you guys to understand that this is the choice you're making. And yeah, trolls can suck. And people take their lives over the things that people say on the internet. So I don't want to minimize it. And I don't want to make it out to be this thing um, that that is so hard and so difficult, okay? I don't want to um, make it out to be this thing, or I'm sorry, not difficult, or that you shouldn't you have to deal with it, or it shouldn't be a struggle or whatever. But I just need you guys to understand what it is that you're saying. And you need to ask yourself if you're going to continue to be scared or if you are going to show up anyway. That's the real question that you need to be asking yourself on a regular basis. Are you going to be scared or are you going to show up? And you can be scared and show up at the same time. There's so many ways around this, y'all. You can set up muted words. So if people are saying, like people used to call me fat all the time, they would use the whale emoji, the clown emoji because of my blue eyebrows. Um, They would use the whale emoji. And so I just put them in my hidden words. I set that up on TikTok and Instagram and uh, YouTube shorts. I don't even see those comments anymore. I block those words because I'm just like, this is stupid. I don't want to see these anymore. So I hid them. These platforms are set up for this because they know people can suck, but you have to take advantage of the tools that are there waiting for you. Okay? You have to make that choice. You have to make that decision. Only you can. All right? The other way that you can deal with this is you can let other people be wrong. This is a big mindset thing. This is something that you have to process through on your own, but you have to take some time and say, you know what? People are allowed to be wrong. People are allowed to be disrespectful. They're allowed to do these things and I don't have to tolerate it. You can just block and delete. You can choose to respond. You can choose to leave it there and not do anything. It is up to you. But you guys, trolling gets a lot less scary when you set up a community of people that are on your side. There is a whole Twitter thread happening that I had to mute about a week ago because I was so sick of seeing it where people are arguing in the comments over whether I'm attractive or not. Um, the prompt was to post some pictures where you feel beautiful and I posted some pictures and then some, you know, jerk Chad dude said a two out of 10 or whatever, I didn't even answer because I'm just like, oh my God, like I never asked for your opinion. And then someone else was like, wow, like way to be a jerk. Several people started backing me up and then someone else started supporting that other dude. And now people are just arguing over whether or not I'm attractive. I didn't even have to step in and say anything because other people stepped in for me. That's the power of creating a community and that's the power of being a good person. And I've gotten quite a few new followers out of it. Because I haven't responded and I haven't gotten involved and I haven't said all these things. So you need to understand that people are going to suck on the internet. I had this conversation with my kid recently that people are going to be mean and people are going to make fun of him because my my kid's a big kid. He's the size of a 12 year old, right? He's a huge kid. My brothers were the same way. And because of that, he's targeted. People are making an active effort to make him feel bad about his size as if he chose it. Um, 
And I'm just like, dude, people are going to be mean and this is going to happen to you. You have to decide how you respond. You know the truth about yourself. You know who you are in Jesus. You know how God made you. You know um, that I love you and that I'm here for you, right? You know these things. I know these things. And so because of that, um, we just have to learn not to let things bother us and learn to let it go and learn to not let it be an issue. That's the power in this, okay? You have to understand that people on the internet are going to suck. And you have to go into it with a certain level of confidence of going, you know what? I know what I'm called to do and I'm not going to let it bother me. So I know that today's episode was a little in your face and very much calling out, but you guys, you guys don't need me to hold your hand and, and walk you through how to be more consistent. You need me to call you out because you already know. You've read the books and you've binged the YouTube videos and you follow all the people that teach social that are giving you the skills and the hand-holding and the and the step-by-steps. That's not what you need from me. You need me to be real and be your coach and say, look, it's time to take this seriously. It's time to call yourself out, okay? So I hope this resonated with you. If it did, please let me know. You can send me a DM on Instagram at carly.lynn or send me an email at hello at thecontentnerd.com. I would love to hear from you. Um, Let me know what you would like to hear more of. If you have any specific questions, I want to feature your questions here on the podcast as well. So thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you guys so much and I'll see you in the next one. And that wraps up this electrifying episode of the That Content Nerd podcast. Thank you, my fellow nerds, for joining me on this epic journey through the realms of social media and content marketing. I hope you've gained valuable insights, inspiration, and a touch of charm to supercharge your marketing game. But hey, the adventure doesn't end here. Join us inside of the Marketing Nerds Facebook group. This is where I give trainings, have surprise guests, and so much more. Join our content-loving community and keep those cosmic conversations going. Check out the link in the show notes to dive in. This podcast was produced by Content Nerd Media, a powerhouse company that specializes in YouTube channel management, video editing, podcast production, and social media management. They are the creative geniuses behind the scenes, helping small businesses like yours amplify their online presence and reach new heights. I'll see you next time, nerds. May the content be with you.